Initialize sequence. Hello, everybody. This is Jordan Chabelle of Fear Factory. I was from Devil Driver and Cold Chamber. And Jerry Only, the great. Jared from Head P.E. Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor from the band on there. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Switch and Gaze. This is Dino Cazares from the group Fear Factory. This is Max Cavalera. Cavalera Conspiracy. Stay underground. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. Derek Green of the legendary Sepultura joins me on the Underground. Derek, what's happening, man? Ah, just really excited about the release of this new album, Quadra. It's really fantastic to hear the feedback and so far, and we're looking forward to February 7th, Quadra. Yeah, it's almost here, and we'll get onto that very shortly, Derek. But first up, I wanted to know, how does it make you feel knowing that you front the biggest metal band in the world? How does that make you feel over the last 30 years? Sepultura is probably one of the most well-named bands in the world. Oh, I'm really, really proud to be a part of the history of the band. It's been an incredible journey. You know, I never imagined it before being in the band, but the journey has been unbelievable in so many ways. And I, I feel, you know, there's a big responsibility for a representation of even Brazil after being in the band for over 20 years. So uh, for me, it's been the best journey you could possibly imagine. You know, learning so much from, from everything that comes with this band. So it's just been fantastic. Yeah, it must be an incredible feeling performing in front of all those diehard fans as well. Just like the video isolation, man, sends chills down your spine when you watch that. Oh, right on. I mean, that's one of the most important festivals. It's actually the most important festival in Brazil, Rock and Rio. We've been a part of so many of them, but it's such an unreal experience to be able to play a, a new song in front of so many people. And I'm, I'm just glad that everything turned out great. Yeah, most definitely, man. Would you say that's the best place you've ever performed live? Where's the, sort of the favorite place to perform? I don't know if I have a favorite. I have a. I, I think there's many places. You know, there's definitely not just one. But um, I, I'm really enjoy playing in Australia. I say that because it's very, very, very true, and it's a place <laughs> that we don't get to go to that often. <laughs> and the fans are fantastic, and everything is fantastic there. And, you know, it's a mind blowing experience. Every time I go there, it's just unforgettable. So I would say there, and, and of course in Brazil and in South America. You know. The fans are not like any others. And yeah, I mean, the U.S. is always a challenge to tour, you know. I say that because there's so many negatives and positives together, but it makes for one of my favorite places to tour. I hear what you're saying there, man, and I love that you put Australia on that list. That's fantastic. Tell us about this new album. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Hey, you got to tell us about this new album, Quadro Derek. Can you tell me about the recording process and how you guys went about this one? Well, we started with the idea that Andreas had of wanting to do an album that's broken into almost four parts. Uh, and we're thinking of it as an album as far as side A, side B, side C, and side D. And it's like a two album. This is something that we're thinking, you know, something that'd be like two albums. So we wanted to have like each side represent a certain part of Sepultura's past musically. 
some element of Sepultura's past. So the first part being very thrashy songs that were a big part of the element of Sepultura. And then side B being more rhythmic side, more like a roots and a gench. And then going through side C, which is more experimental and more instrumental. And then side D being more melodical side. So we wanted to show all these different elements of Sepultura on each side of the album. And quadra is Portuguese for the for an actual playing field like a court with four sides as well. And within those that quadra you have certain rules. And that's a metaphor for really for life and, and people living in these quadras in different parts of the world and you have certain laws that you have to abide by and a lot of times you don't question them. And if you do then there's ramifications and we wanted to write the album primarily about living in these different areas that we're born and, and, and accepting certain things and questioning a lot of things. So that's how the album idea started the process. Since I live in LA, Andreas and Eloy were writing the album and they would send me the ideas and I already had topics that I wanted to write songs about. And so I would listen to everything here and I would record my ideas on those songs. And when I got to Brazil, I presented to everybody my ideas and then we record a demo for the producer. And we already discussed having Jens Bogren again, who we worked with on Machine Messiah past album. So we felt very comfortable with them and we felt that we could do even more work, better work with him. So we sent him the demo and by the time we got to Sweden to record it, he really knew all the songs. He already had his ideas, his notes of what he wanted to do with certain songs. And the collaboration is just, it was just incredible. The second time around, it was even better. Everybody felt more comfortable, more loose, more natural. I think that was, you know, a result of what you're hearing on the album, you know, all this hard work and preparation that went in because we had a much more better time span to work on the album than Machine Messiah. And that was the whole point of last year is really focusing on this album Quadra. Yeah, that's fascinating right there, Derek. And with all that being said, would you say this is hands down your best work? Uh, I would say yes, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I think for all of us, we're really playing better than we ever have, and we were really pushing ourselves to, to do that. So it was demanding to record this album, and I, I would definitely say our best work. I've heard it, man, and I've got to say it is nothing short of amazing right there, and very much you must be excited for February 7th. <laughs> oh, thank re- you. Oh, most definitely. It, it really speaks oh, to yeah. itself. I mean, I, I'm, I'm extremely proud. You know, I, I'm just so looking forward for everyone to be able to hear it and you know it's like to sit back and from people I played it already you know they're just like man it's you know like goosebumps and all sorts of like positive reactions so I'm, I'm very stoked. It's a damn good one man and you mentioned the different elements of your sound throughout. Touched on thrash metal there a little bit I wanted to know Derek just off topic a little bit what are your sort of takes on the thrash metal and metal scene in general leading into 2020? I think it's it's interesting. I think there's a lot of things that are very similar to each other. I would love to hear some really innovative stuff, some really something that really blows me away. But I, I haven't heard too much. You know, I, I've been really focusing on this album, so a lot of times I, I cut out listening to other bands <laughs> yeah. once I'm not so influenced in the writing process. 
because it can happen subliminally. You know, there's a certain band that just influence you so much, or you hear certain things, and you're like, oh. But I, I've been kind of cut off from listening to a lot of stuff, but I try to go as many shows as possible. And from what I've seen, there's a lot of like great bands that are out there. I would just like to see, of course, more, you know? Mm. So I'm going to have to do a little digging myself. Uh, awesome, man. All right, well, here's a bit of one off the cuff. If you weren't fronting the metal band, if you weren't lead singer of Sepultura, what do you think you'd be doing today? I'd probably be working with either uh, film or doing voice work of radio or something like that. I like that right there, actually. You do have the radio voice. That, that would be kind of cool. Uh, definitely. But, I mean, that can still happen, so I can still do music and do that. But, I mean, I love film. I love writing development of like characters and things like that i mean it would definitely be great to work in another field of art so i'm sure if i wasn't singing it'd be something artistic yeah i like that right there and okay you're any good at doing character reads derek could you give us an australian accent have you spoken to enough aussies to make fun of our voices <laughs> i would love to and i and this is something that i do a lot of is imitate certain voices Excellent. and unfortunately i cannot do an Aussie. Oh. It's horrible i mean it's it's not even worth like it sounds bad to me i'm like oh my god stop but i mean it's one of the most difficult ones i think to do properly yeah i have like a, only have one friend that does it really well and i'm bad at it i'm really <laughs> bad <laughs> uh, that's fair enough, man. We won't put you on the spot then. You mentioned that Australia is one of your favorite places to tour. What are your sort of fondest memories of down here, Derek? I mean, for me, I, what I love touring about is just actually, of course, playing on stage, but also meeting people, you know. It's great to hear stories about places directly from people from there, you know. Like, I watch a lot of stuff on the news, and everything just seems so different from contrary to talking to people who are actually from those certain places. So for me, that's like a, a big plus to be able to travel, to meet these certain people that I never imagined meeting. I also love to photograph, you know, take photographs. And so for me, like I've been doing it for so long on the road that I have so many great memories from certain photos, not necessarily the shows, but the cities that we're at or the places that we're at and our surroundings. Oh, that is awesome right there. You would have quite the collection, I can imagine. And I was going to ask you on that sort of topic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that sort of topic, Derek, can you give us a, a surprising fact about yourself? Like, I wouldn't wouldn't have guessed that you were into photography or anything like that. Is there any surprising facts that okay. your fans might, you know, be spun out to find out about you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people realize that I haven't eaten meat in 33 years. Damn. I'm a plant-based <laughs> <laughs> lifestyle. So for me, like no leather or any animal products or anything that I use. And, you know, I, I completely believe in this lifestyle. I've been living it for a very long time. And I have a TV show. It's called Highway to Health. And it's with me and I co-host her name is Tanya O'Callaghan she's a, a bass player who's playing with Steven Adler from Guns N' Roses the first drummer she's a phenomenal bass player and we have the TV show together where we meet the celebrities or artists or musicians to chefs from different restaurants around the world and talk about plant-based food and talk about politics and talk about lifestyle talk about health and just really have a lot of fun 
and a lot of the guests on the show aren't vegan, really. You know, it's a mixture of people, and it's just about breaking those stereotypes that exist around the lifestyle. Because a lot of people wouldn't guess that I'm a vegan, and they probably have a million different questions of like how it is to eat on the road, and where do you eat, and we're going to show that on the program. It's going to really follow our lives. Oh, that is fantastic right there, and probably the perfect answer to the question, because you don't think lead singer of Sepultura, a vegan, and you said that TV show's coming out soon. <laughs> no, just, just me. Yeah, I'm the only one. Everybody else, they eat all sorts of animals, but <laughs> I'm the only one that, that's vegan. <laughs> Do you give them a bit of peer pressure there, Derek, to jump on board? No, not really. I mean, for them, I, I just want them to experience it every now and then, which they do. So they're very open-minded to, to eat, you know, plant-based food. You know, not, they know that there's really incredibly tasty stuff out there. So I'm always turning that on to them, and they're more than receptive for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that right there, man. That's fantastic. Well, back onto the music side of things. you got videos for Isolation and Last Time. What's up next video-wise off Quadra? I believe it'll be means to an end. We just did the video here, worked on it here in Sao Paulo. So I'm really looking forward to that to be released. And again, it's another like banger, you know, like really thrashy song, extremely heavy. And I think it'll, you know, match up perfectly with the other two singles because now you get to hear the first part of the album, one, two, and three. So back to back. But again, the whole album in its entirety is very important to hear. But uh, yeah, that will be the next video release for a means to an end. Oh, hell yeah. Very much looking forward to it. And that brand new album, Quadra, is here February 7th through Nuclear Blast Records. You can pre-order it now at Nuclear Blast Records or, of course, pre-save digitally. Be sure to hit up Derek Green, Facebook.com, Derek-Green, or Facebook.com slash Sepultura. Derek, thanks so much for joining us and look forward to everyone hearing this epic new album, Quadra, February 7th. Excellent, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What? It's the underground.